join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility. We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) This This is is Higher Consciousness. consciousness season six can you believe it we say this every time i know i still can't believe it i neither every time i can't believe it (laughs) i need to believe it more believe dave believe believe in it (laughs) so guess what this season is all about guess what guys (laughs) i'm so excited for this season This is probably going to be my favorite season. Now, mind you, the love season was one of my favorites, but this will probably be my second favorite, if not maybe the first. We'll see. The love season was a favorite of y'all's, too. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the analytics. Shout out to all of you for listening to our season of love. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. Most listened to season thus far. Yeah, out of everything that we've done. So I'm happy that we followed that guidance and did the, the season of love. But this season is... A second favorite of ours, and it's psychedelics. And plant medicines, y'all. Uh, uh, uh. Plant medicines from the earth. <laughs> from Mother Earth. <laughs> now, we have talked about these uh, length before. Yes. However, we felt as though there's a lot of information that is really helpful, uh, almost shocking in ways, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff that we just didn't really have a, a chance to or didn't think about talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we wanted to take an opportunity to talk about that in this next season. Yes, and I'm so excited. So we're going to be opening up with our very favorite, our favorite psychedelic that we've partaken in so far, which is magic mushrooms. So that's what this season is, uh, or this episode is going to be about. But we're also going to get into things like DMT, LSD, ebogine. Um, ebogine, baby. The bufo. Bufo farius, or I can never say it right, but the toad, African. The toad venom. Hallucinogen or the. No, ebogine is the uh, is the the bark, but bark. the. Um, the toad venom. The toad venom. You know, San Pedro, mm. peyote. Toad venom. So we're going to be talking about a little bit about all of those things in more in depth, just to dive deep for, like, just to go a little further than just magic mushrooms and LSD, because I feel like those are like the typical things, you know, and ayahuasca too. Like I know we've talked a little bit about that in our previous psychedelic episode from season two with Chelsea, but I think we're gonna dive even deeper with all of it. We haven't had all of those things yet, but we do watch a lot of uh, programming and we read a lot about it and we're up to date with it. And I know in the future we will definitely get a chance to uh, participate in those rituals and ceremonies, which I'm super excited well, about. Well, in certain, actually, I would say all of them, uh, I would prefer to do them in the indigenous locations and from indigenous oh, people yeah. rather than just some random person on the street or somebody mm-hmm. who, you know, 
got it second or third or fourth or even tenth hand. Yeah. Um, so you got to be careful about where you get your stuff from. You don't want to just get it from anybody. You want to get it from a trusted source. Yes, absolutely. We are talking about plant medicines after all. It's medicine. It should mm-hmm. be treated as such. So, you yes. know, just willy-nillying it. It's not always the best practice. No, and we'll we'll definitely dive into that throughout all the season and throughout the whole episode, even in this uh, this one too. So, but before but before we do that, are you ready to get the blessing going? Are you ready for the blessing? <laughs> well, of course we have. Um, I'm so happy. I was just thinking about this earlier today. I'm so happy to get back into doing this and creating little mini altars. I could have went really big, but I felt like. This wanted to have like a nice simple altar, so we it's have a little baby one. Yeah, we have just a little baby one. We got some petrified wood to ground us and connect us to that earth. We have amethyst to help open up our crown chakra, sodalite to help us open up our thinking and to change our perspectives. Sodalite's also known as the student stone. We have epto, which is in the shape of a marijuana leaf, and we have a little mushroom-shaped labradorite on the table here too to help us elevate our consciousness and to dive into our psyche and we even have a psycho psycho i was gonna say psychoactive but a psilocybin (laughs) with us tonight (laughs) y'all we have a psilocybin mushroom cap on the table that it's it's old. It's not edible, or it's not edible. Or I mean, you could eat it. it. It's just not going to. Probably you. not going to do anything no, other than maybe make you, make you sick. sick so. Yeah. And then we also have my higher consciousness bundle on the table, which I just freshly made for the show. My magic shroomy spray. That's right. And then I rolled up a special joint for us that's inspired by the show and inspired by the bundle. And if you are wanting the bundle, you can go on my website at MeaningfulDream.com and you can order them. Stuff is the higher, the higher consciousness uh, bundle, of course. Um, get that in every moment you can. But this joint that we have has a mixture of, obviously, Mary Jane, which is the strain of apple fritter. and avocado. Yeah, so avocado what? strain. I don't know if there's one yet. Smash some be avocado cool. into it. <laughs> I don't it's know how that joint. would work. Guaca joint. Guaca joint. That's hilarious, actually. Or no. Um, Guaca ball. Guaca ball. Oh, shit. Wow. Shit. Oh, I slayed oh, that one. So funny. That was so good. Um, but it's got apple fritter, which is the strain. We have some chamomile and some blue lotus and lavender just to help us get more in touch with our higher selves and to really dive deep into the cosmos of this new exploration we're about to go on so yeah i want to dive in the deep end of that cosmos fuck yeah that's where all the shit good shit's at (laughs) (laughs) that's where you find all the goggles yeah flippers that people left behind (laughs) and maybe even other goodies too that was like a talent of mine it still is it's like hiding or finding people's shit that they left behind (sighs) at like chuck e cheese Yes, so I'm sorry, but for a split second, like, I thought you were lighting the joint, and I was like, that's a huge flame for that tiny <laughs> joint. Oh, no. I was like, oh, no, you're lighting the bundle. Yes. Okay, so thank you, spirit guides and ancestors, for being here with us today. May you bless our audience and our listeners who are listening to the show, too. May you help us reach higher states of consciousness through Mary Jane and through this conversation about magic mushrooms. May you help us communicate clearly and concisely. 
And may we open up the hearts and the minds and the perspectives of those listening. If you haven't already followed us on Instagram, mm. please do so at higher underscore consciousness underscore talk. It smells so good. Yeah, it really does. It's It's got patchouli, nunchampa, hemp leaves, chamomile, blue lotus, and lavender, the, so it's very calming. I think it's the nunchampa that is really coming through. Yeah, it the does. Lavender, too. They're all but. pretty strong scents, and I, yeah, I'm just very happy with it. So we'll go ahead and continue to cleanse the space, and this baby's smoking real good. We need a thorough cleansing. Yeah, so I'm just going to let that sit and continue to, to cleanse the space. And then my Magic Shroomies spray has the mantra, I welcome the mushroom spirit, so let's open up with that. And <laughs> As we have to pay attention to our mischief kitty. Yep. We just gave As her, always. Um, my dad sent us these uh, Meowawana joints. Meowawana. Which are just catnip uh, rolled up in joints. And uh, she just had one, and I think she's There's like a split second <laughs> where I think both of us were like, oh my God, are those real joints? Because they looked identical. They do. They look like real to joints. To real joints. And, and I was like, is this for us? Liz can is we smoke like, these? Liz is like holding on to the dream a little longer. Like, can we smoke these, please? Like, can't, but can't we? Like, it's like, no, they're catnip. Which, I mean, you could technically no. smoke catnip. There's, you know, well, it's not bad for you. Um, okay, so let's welcome the mushroom spirits. So the mantra is, is, I welcome the mushroom spirits. Do you want to say it with me three times? Sure. Ready? Yeah. I, I welcome, welcome the, the mushroom, mushroom spirits. spirits. I welcome, I welcome the, the mushroom spirits. spirits. <laughs> I, I welcome, welcome the, the mushroom spirits. spirits. Yes, yes, yes. I was trying yes. to invoke that, that shaman voice. Not that I would know anything about that, but why wouldn't you? Well, I've only met some modern shamans. I'm talking more of like a like indigenous, the indigenous, like you know. Oh, okay. Sometimes they alter the voice to make it sound more. Um, powerful. Yeah. More energetic. Yes. Yes. Do you want me to bless it or do you want to bless it? No, you can be my guest. Bless away. Okay. You're in the mode. All right, everybody get your Mary Jane out. Get your green out for the blessing. Ready? Let's take a deep breath. Bless you, Mary Jane, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for a amazing first episode of the season of psychedelics about magic mushrooms. May you open the hearts and the minds and the perspectives of those who are listening. May we come off clearly and concisely with what we want to share with magic mushrooms. May this be a time and an episode that encourages people to welcome the mushroom spirits into their lives in a safe, in wholesome and holistic and natural way. Bless you and thank you for your abundance. May you give us more abundance and our listeners more abundance. And so dope it be. So dope it bizzle. So dope it be. All right. Man, that halftime show, before you even get into it, <laughs> gotta talk, gotta talk about the, gotta talk right about to the, the halftime, halftime show. show. Not to mention Snoop Dogg just dropped a new album, which is dope. I know, which I've been listening to like nonstop lately. Love it. Wow, that was like. (laughs) I like how we both just like went for different songs. It was great. Sandwich Bag is good. I like Crib Your Enthusiasm. Uh, What's that? Oh, uh, 
Come on over and get, get this dick. <laughs> Not quite the feeling. <laughs> uh, that's probably my favorite song in the whole album. It's so nineties. <laughs> I like the coming so back good. song too. Yeah, it's like pop, 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 pop. Careful, we're gonna get flagged. <coughs> we're gonna be like. <coughs> we only sung like Careful, girl. a part. My goodness. No, but halftime show is dope. They did a good job. Thank fucking goodness. It's been a long time coming where we had rap and hip-hop represented at the uh, the halftime show. And rap and hip-hop is like the core of football. Like, when you go to football music, that's what you're listening to. When you go to football musics? Sorry, football games. <laughs> that's the music you're listening to. I was so confused. <laughs> when you go to the football musics, that's the musics that you hear. That's funny. That's not what I meant, but yes. It's yeah. the music that you hear typically at football Feeling. games. And it's been, I love the, the the blackness of the show. And I love that the end, that they had everybody standing up there, even though Eminem isn't black. Um, I really appreciated that moment of like coming together and mm-hmm. really sharing and giving those voices. And it's so needed, and it's so, like, overdue. And even, like, the person who was, this is the biggest stage ever. We've been waiting for this for a long time. We're like, fuck yeah, we have been waiting for this for a long time. And plus, it was dope to see Eminem. Like, come on, he's from our hometown, so. Well, they did have Beyonce a bunch of years ago, but that was less rap and more pop, I would say. Or less, like, We haven't really had rap and hip-hop like this. Yeah. And, like, the surprise 50 Cent... Uh, performance too was pretty lit. You mean uh, Fifty Cent Batman? I know that's like the one thing everybody's talking about. How he came in upside down. I just I love uh, I love that meme of uh, Patrick on SpongeBob. That they <coughs> do with it. It's so I know, great. That was the it's so best fucking one. funny because it's so true. Oh I, I was thinking God. the whole time, I was like, wait, was he up there the whole time? Was he just, like, hanging yeah, out? Yeah, like, how long was he standing, like, laying up there for? Just, like, waiting to come down. Like, that was pretty dope. But, yeah, I'm very happy and very pleased with it. It makes me feel good about the future of um, representing different cultures, representing different backgrounds. I loved um, when Shakira and J-Lo did it many years ago, too, in that Latina moment. That's which right. Was very amazing. Um, Power of the booties. Fuck yeah, and those hips, baby. Mm. Anyway. So, magic mushrooms. Just to touch on that for a second. Yeah. Just, I mean, it is important. It's a big part of our, our culture. And the one thing that I do want to say, too, about that, speaking of the Super Bowl, are the commercials <coughs> and how heavy and hard they're pushing the new technology development, which I think is good in many ways, but then often also has a lot of problems when it comes to things like the metaverse and virtual reality and augmented reality and like yeah. letting cars like take control of they driving for you. Like, they went like hard like really into hard. the they went hard into the AI augmented sort of you know uh, emerging technology that's really gonna transform culture in the ways that the computer era changed it, but I think even more profound. It's going to be so fast, too, and it's it's already here. Like. Well, it's like straight up Ready Player One, you know, like for anybody mm-hmm. who has seen that movie. I mean, for those who haven't, it's basically like a, a future where there's a virtual world that you can plug into and you're an avatar 
in whatever likeness you choose, mm-hmm. and you can do and experience almost anything that you want, because it's an infinite digital reality, very much like the Matrix. However, it's more of like in between the Matrix and like what you would imagine a computer community to be, mm-hmm. uh, because it's much more oriented towards like you know the knowledge that you're in it not the subjugation that came with the matrix you know? right because right. it was designed to make you not feel like you're inside of it mm-hmm. however um that might be where it goes eventually who yeah, knows where it's know. gonna go it's hard to tell exactly what the evolution of it will be however we both talked about the fact that i feel like there's going to be a split where pop the population there's He's part of the population joint baby thanks yeah Sorry. Part of the population <laughs> is going to split and go towards that metaverse and that expansion of new technology. And then there's a part of the population that's going to stay where it is. And we'll stay like more, not maybe stay just stay detached, where it is, but is what stay, I'm saying. Like, yeah, to connect to Stay away from being so connected to that virtual reality, that virtual experience to be able to spend more time in the real world, in nature, within yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all of that stuff. I mean, we saw that. Like, we did see that split with the Super Bowl commercials. Like, that one commercial by Salesforce was um, basically a commercial um, that was a response to the metaverse and this new technology. And it, like, hit specifically Elon Musk because, you know, he's trying to conquer... Mars right now, and he's also like head of Tesla and other things like that. Like it's I just, shall have Mars. I yeah, yeah right. It shall be Mars. That's exactly like what I feel like it's like. Um, but then you know you have people like Facebook that are like promoting this virtual reality, and so like it hit both Facebook and like the idea of Elon Musk and like the fact that like we don't need to escape. We need to plant more trees and be more connected to earth, do more for the community. Now I'm not against like technology development. I think it's actually a good thing overall, but I feel like with this kind of technological development, with the way that it's going and where we currently are as a collective and how it's being made and the leaders that are doing it, it makes me uncomfortable. And I feel like, um, we're talking about this, in this Magic Mushrooms episode, because I feel like Magic Mushrooms, this is the time for the Magic Mushrooms and for Ethiogens and Fungi to shine, because that is going to be a part of that split, because like I said, the Salesforce was very much like Team Earth, not, you know, advance in these technological ways and we lose our connection, because I think that's the problem that consciously we're going to have to deal with is... Well, I see mushrooms as being like the, the technology of... The, of the earth of the nature movement you know like yeah. trying to or, but technology is still not bad because like us having cars and no but like, like, what i'm saying stuff, is like it's like there's a balance right there's a yeah there's like a, the virtual metaverse right which is introducing you to a virtual realm that but, is a conscious that is not ran by your perception so basically you're giving over your power for somebody else to create the even though you, they say you have the control of the reality, they're the ones that are creating that reality for you to go and immerse yourself in. Well, so then the question really becomes is, like, how long you stay in there, how long does it become a thing where you just accept it and you, it just becomes a thing where you're just giving away your, your, your free will. Well, we've already seen that with other screen 
centric technologies like iPads and phones that have completely taken over a lot of young people's time and energy. We're addicted to it. I mean, I, I am so lucky and grateful that I grew up in a time when there wasn't computers and screen devices, you know, like, yeah, there was a television. Sure. There was a television. And did I watch a lot of it? Sure, I did. But, but I still true. had, I still invested a lot of my time in the real world. I played with toys. I played with Legos. I, you know, read comic books. I went outside. I built forts with my bare hands. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, a certain split between that type of development of the brain and more and more plugged in development where things are being fed to it that may not necessarily be in its best interest. Mm-hmm. And I think using tools like magic mushrooms, and I think that's why we're seeing such a big push. I think, one, the world is asking for more right now, more right. than like what structured and orthodox religion has given us over the years. And we're going back to this ancient these ancient practices and these ancient cultures and magic mushroom is like the the core of it the magic mushrooms is the oldest psychedelic that there is on this planet mushrooms themselves are like one of the oldest if not the oldest organism on the planet yeah Yeah. i mean um we were just talking about this mushrooms are not only essential to the development of the planet and the cycle of death and life, but they have also been integral to the expansion of consciousness in human beings. Without mushrooms, it's very, I would say, likely that the capacity of the human brain would not have developed as fast. Um, and I would say same could be said for other animals, you know, there might be other animals and, and, you know, creatures out there that partake in substances that, uh, have psilocybin in them. Well, we know that in history, the reindeer did, and that's how we figured out that we could also have, uh, Anamina muscaria because mixing reindeer, uh, the reindeer urine with the Anamina gives it the, the... The, well, yeah, yeah there's something about the psychoactive the digestive system you know in the process that it goes through that when it comes out in the urine psychoactive mm-hmm. um and there's so many things that have like you know blockers within your your gastro system that prevent these types of experiences and if you were to take in a you know a blocker suppressant you know Something that would block that, you know, block that thing, block the blocker, you know, um, it would prevent you or would actually allow you to have a pretty profound psychoactive experience like what happens with DMT. Mm-hmm. You know, mushrooms um, are very akin to DMT. Yeah, They're very dang learned, close. I learned that today. Yeah. We were watching some. They um, basically have like, today. they have mm-hmm. that. Uh, and it's oh, it's an enzyme. So it uh, it's like an enzyme blocker that you need in order to be able to experience the di- the tryptamine. Yeah. All right. I think this is done because this is really hot on my lips.
Yeah, we can just take the end and put it in the bowl. Oh, it is hot on my lips, girl. Yeah. Anyway. Just take the, because there's still quite a bit in there, and so we can just, like, take that and put it in the bowl and mix it up with other stuff. Yeah, you know. Anyways. No Mary Jane left behind. (laughs) (laughs) We love her, and we use all of her, even if it's just a little bit. But yes, like what you were saying, DMT, the molecules and mushrooms in DMT are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it is the tryptamine is what... Diethyltryptamine. Yeah. Um, but that's like what the tryptamine part of the, the brain, right? Is, or the tryptamine is like what triggers the specific neurotransmitters in the brain is like what tryptamine does. And then, then it gives... Ser- and the serotonin allows the consciousness to form, to sense... Yeah, it allows you to. I'm like reading my notes and like. I'm, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, we took. I was you taking. You can clearly notes. tell that you're like reading from your notes, but that's okay. And you it's can just like, well, because note taking, Liz, is like right as fast as you fucking can, and like and it's fucking garbly spelling. What did you it's say? It's garbly guck. Yeah, it's just it. It doesn't like make sense, but it does. Like I just have to like make sense of it in my brain before saying it because writing it out just. Wow, that was that was fun. Anyway, so the serotonin basically allows you to be able to form a sense of who you are, a sense of your identity, yeah. and it essentially also awakens like the normal consciousness. So it allows you to be able to deal with the level of consciousness reality that you're currently like living within, you know. From more of like an observer perspective, if you surrender to Mm. it because you can very much obviously we know from experience you can easily get in your head if you're not like properly like prepared for it and if you're not like (coughs) ready like because that's the thing about these plant medicines is like they have been taken oh fuck Gatsby I was gonna say your voice is getting further away I know because Gatsby is deciding that now's a great time to cuddle me I mean you don't have to allow him to cuddle you no but you know how he is because like it becomes a thing well it's if I put him down he's just gonna come right back up and it's just gonna be a thing so it's just anyway I let him do it anyway (laughs) um so it is something that has been done in ritual and ceremony for a long time and with for purpose and, and reason because these are sacred. They have been considered like the holy of the holiest or the the highest of them all or the most secret of like all of the shamans and it's been widely used by many shamans throughout our history and like um, even we're learning in other a lot of religions and especially even in Christianity there's a lot of I think evidence to show that they have also partaken in mushroom ceremonies including Jesus and it was a part of his healings and a part of like the development of the Christian Catholic Church so it's really interesting but they are a conscious opener they do open you to a different way of looking at things like you said like it helps us to be able to understand things like why things are happening because it basically turns on the brain and like opens more portals within the brain for you to send more information so then you can look at things and make more sense of things and essentially help heal yourself because the mushroom is not the only thing that's doing it. You are also the medicine too. And that's one thing to remember. It's not all the mushroom. You are a part of that. You, you have that relationship. It's a relationship 
basically. Well, it makes sense. I mean, one of the things I learned recently about um, the process that we go through when we in, you know, in, uh, take part of the mushroom, that it is essentially putting us, putting the brain within like a natural flow of acceptance of one's reality versus fighting against it because a lot of us fight against our our current reality because a it may not be exactly what we want it to be or what we've had in the past wasn't what we wanted it to be Mm -hmm. so it creates a fear of not getting that which you desire so when you have an experience even though it may be a perfectly you know, pleasant, loving, you know, supportive experience, it may not have all the other qualities of an, another experience you've had that's even what you perceive to be greater and more profound. Mm-hmm. So when you take mushrooms, though, it puts you in an alignment where you're not fighting and you're allowing and you're within the natural flow of, of it, mm-hmm. of the moment. And whatever traumas whatever you know issues that are preventing you from feeling it in the moment all the time start to come up and your body naturally in that moment knows how to heal you know it it, your body you don't have to think about healing your body right like you get a cut on your hand your body does body does it for you you don't have to think about that right and what this I mean, process is doing, degree, well, yeah, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yes. But yes, I'm, yes. but what I'm saying is like the body has natural processes in order to heal itself. So that same goes true, I believe, for your psyche, where mm-hmm. you can allow your body, instead of fighting against your psyche all the time, allowing your body to do its natural job and heal your psyche. Mm-hmm. And then you can come out of those experiences much more connected to why you held on to your pain or why you held on to your sense of suffering or fear or Your body lack. is where all this information is stored. Right. The body is a part That's of like the experience that we're not really, part of the equation, I should say, that we're not really always thinking about. Yeah. It's a part of our, it's a part of our being. It's a part of our existence. Like... That's a part of what makes earth, living on Earth so unique and different compared to other realms and dimensions and energies because we have physicality. Um, but our body is what and where we store trauma. It's where we store memories. Um, and so doing and taking care of the body is really essential and important. And like if it will show you old wounds that maybe you've had since you were younger or maybe you had like from years ago or maybe you just recently got like it's all gonna reveal itself in that and sometimes that can be emotional it can be it can be frightening if you're not properly prepared and you don't have a good guide and um it can definitely like it's like the subconscious essentially is like what you're really going to be understanding and it's like the subconscious part of your body and if you think about it we're not I think as a collective and as humans like I don't think we're all at 
the tip top shape and connected to our bodies and if we were can you imagine like how different the world would be because well, we I mean, are one with the the world we are of earth and when we take care of our bodies and ourselves and our environments and places we're also doing the same for for mother earth so like it just it's interesting so this is why magic mushrooms are amazing because it helps you like think about these kinds of things too right well and you were touching on trauma yeah and trauma is something i again learned earlier today was that trauma is an ex uh expressed in the body in such an overwhelming way that much of it is stored in the body because the body can't or the mind cannot process it within that moment that it occurs, right? Yeah, it's too so it's too big it. of an experience for the mind to process. So the body holds on to those traumatic moments and the energy within those moments. And when it, you have an opportunity to partake in you know, mushrooms or any kind of experience that allows you to tap into that trauma. Again, that trauma then comes back up in the form of like those same feelings of fear, of, of doubt, of, of, you know, helplessness, you know, that, and you can connect to those feelings, connect to that trauma and let it go. Mm -hmm. And the more you do that, the more you can let go of all of those things that you're holding on to that are holding you back from being within the natural flow of healing. Yeah. And being in a natural flow of earth and being a natural flow of you and who you, you're, you're, you're the best version of yourself of who you can be. Um, so to like touch more on that, you know, you were, you're talking about, we have to really dive into it. And so that's like big, why big doses are great because it really, like, man, when you take a big dose, like, opens you it opens you up. Like, you don't have a choice. Like, cracks you're going. Cracks you open like an egg, boy. Yeah, it does. It cracks you open. And it can be very um, emotional and very heavy. Like a coconut. Right. <laughs> it, like, makes me think of my penis envy trip. That trip was, like, so life-changing. But those life-changing ones, those ones, even though it wasn't the the most fun experience the whole time it was still necessary and it was good that was purging and that it was a time I took it during a time where it was going through a lot of different things in my personal life and it also revealed a lot of old things too at the same time and it was a mixture it wasn't an entirely bad trip but it was definitely one of those trips where like I definitely could not function in the physical world I had to just sit there and lay and we listened to Grizz the golden hour and it literally like it go took through me, it it can just go through it and like it did help me like go on this trip and I did like have a lot of beautiful realizations and beautiful things but then there were waves of like purges and waves of like laughter and it was just it's a lot so you have to be prepared for these things that's why again like these are not things that we should just, like, take and, like, yeah, and, like, you know, go party. But, like, if you are going to go party, like, have the conscious development and awareness of, like, what it does, how to protect yourself energetically, and, like, the fact that, you know, you're going to open yourself up to, like, a wide range of 
people and that can be a good thing but it can also not be a good thing if you're not properly like prepared for it but it's funny because like those are like (laughs) the majority of now at this point I think I've evened it out but like a lot of my first mushroom experiences or many of my mushroom experiences have been at music festivals and uh, we were watching something today about how like that actually is a very it's not that far from our roots because there were many cultures like in ancient Greece that would gather and get together and they would all party and have, like, it would be, like, a music festival, essentially, just, like, in their version of it. That's right. And everyone went there knowing with the conscious knowing. He's upset that I'm not giving him attention. He's gone. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, Dad. It's okay, Bubby. Well, he'll probably come back later. Um, but, you know, so it was, like, what you did, though. It's, like, why you went there. And, like, you would heal, like, together. But then you would also heal, like, your own stuff, too, at the same time. And that beating of the music, or, like, the beating of the drum, it's, like, that mimicking sound. And, like, it's very similar to, like, I think to a lot of, like, rave and EDM culture and um, techno and house music. It's, like, it has, like, similar, like, repetitive beats that keep you in a, a certain kind of state of mind or trance. And if you know, like, what you're doing and you're open to it and you don't, like, take so much to the point, like, it's only just, like, a little bit. You don't want to do, like, a lot. You can have really beautiful experiences. But, again, if you're not prepared and you're not in a good environment, you don't know how to, like, work with these things. You have to have, like, water. There's, like, there's a lot to, like, consider and to think about. And, like, it becomes to a point where then, like, you're opening up to, like, you can't control, like, everything that's happening. So, like, what if something, like, um, traumatic happens? <laughs> then that can create another traumatic... It just, it's interesting, you know? So that's why, like, there's caution to, to use these things. But at the same time, they're so amazing because they can heal, like, the trauma and whatnot. And that's why I think... Big doses are great for when you really, really want to have like those big life transformative experiences or microdosing might be something where it's something you gradually build up to and you like work your way through it, but you can still function in the, the real world. And I actually am enjoying microdosing. It's been a minute since I've done a macro dose. Mm-hmm. I think the penis envy one was the, the last one because I also learned in that trip that I need to be in nature or I need to maybe have like a different setting and maybe not do it in my own house so I'm not like concerned about everybody else because it was that was like really hard well, it, I can't remember all of them I, I don't think I remember them but it's like there's micro dose no I can't remember the one that comes after that is that macro dose um, I can find a picture actually. but then there's hero dose and heroic, heroic dose yeah so there's different I don't think see. I've I, I think photos. maybe I've taken a heroic dose like once, maybe. But I the penis envy was typically the take one. like hero doses most of the time, which I think is like uh, two to three grams, I think. Something like that. I'm searching. Let's and see. then like a macro dose, I think, is like one to two grams, and then a micro dose is less than a gram. Something like that. Something like that. And then that. a heroic dose is like three to four okay, here or it is. five grams. Man, this came good. Shout out to Kelsey from Elevated Yogi. 
um, for this oh, mushroom one-on-one class. there's even more. Yeah, so there's a micro... Okay, so these some. are the doses, uh, the different doses. So I'm just going to, like, read it verbatim. So there's a microdose, which is 0.05 grams to 0.25 grams That's pretty of psilocybin. Tight. Yeah, it's a very small amount. So like it has... Half of a gram? Or half of a point of a gram? Yeah. Um, then this is like what I enjoy, I think doing, especially when I want to, to function in like the house, like I like, I need bigger doses, I think somewhere else maybe. Um, so it has mood enhancement, sharp focus, concentration, and mental stamina. Then there's the museum dose, which is Wait. next. What? That one oh, my bad. Just kidding. Then so there's microdose a, there's, and then to... there's a microdose, but then there's a mini dose, which is mild euphoria, visual enhancement, alters sense and perception, and that is 2.5 grams to 0.75 grams. Mm -hmm. Then there's the museum dose, <laughs> which is 0 0.75 grams to 1.5 grams, and I feel like this is where you can like to sit most of the time. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would take that back. Before I said I was hero, but no, this is more. I'm more. I think of this you're more the museum. museum. Why is it called museum? That's weird. Um. Well, because um, it's because it enhances creativity, it gives vivid colors, and altered, altered thought, thought patterns. Profound. Yeah. So that's like what you do at a like a museum, right? Yeah. Um. And I then there's a, right. a moderate dose, which is two grams to three point five grams, and that is. I've a, done that a couple. Yeah, and I feel like I've done this a couple of times, too, where you get kaleidoscopes, visuals, mild hallucinations, distorted sense of time, and minor synthesia. And synthesia is basically being able to, like, mix your senses together. So you can, like, hear color. You can taste I color. I can see the... You can see color. Yeah, like... <laughs> basically, I mean, we see color already. Yeah. But... Basically, uh, Grizz, Grizz's album Rainbow Brain is um, is in the synthesia. <laughs> um, so uh, that's what you get at a moderate dose. Then there's a mega dose, which is um, 3.5 grams to 5 grams. This is where you have heavy hallucinations, ego dissolution, loss of time, out-of-body experience, and also more synesthesia. So... Then there's also the heroic dose, and uh, so it's heroic, not hero. Heroic. Ter uh, Terrence McKenna is the one that's known for creating this heroic dose, by right. the way, um, and it is five grams or more. <laughs> that's insane, dude. <laughs> Which is a fucking ton, and it is complete altered senses, an ego death, and a complete disconnect from reality. What is uh? What was the name of that guy, that shaman that took like? Oh, 30 grams. grams? Yeah, 30 grams. Martial artist uh, Kalini Lee. Oh, my He God. took it regularly, 30 grams regularly. That's insane. It's, it's six times the heroic dose. That is absolutely <laughs> insanity. Oh, and They were talking God. about how, like, you literally just go into a place of, like, like fundamental existence. Like, like really ancient symbology and, like, yeah, uh, symbols. It's like you can't explain it in words. You dissolve into like the energy of the wind and like shit like that, you know? Yeah, like, oh yeah. my God. There's a part of me that imagine. wants to build myself up to be able to do that. Oh, I don't know. But then there's another part of me that's like, 
Maybe not. I mean, I've had... I don't know. I'm, like, I I'm like in a the... weird place about it. Because, like, I love the idea of knowledge and I have a curiosity for things. Right. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is but like, you I'd have be to be curious, fucking ready for I know that what, shit. Yeah, I know what it's like to take high doses. And sometimes if you're not in the right place, not in the right space, not in the right head place, like... Well, sometimes it's just... It's, it's going to play games with you, man. Yeah, I can play games with you. And then also, if you are just healing, because sometimes, like, mm-hmm. those trips, like, we shouldn't avoid and resist those things. We have to, like, lean into it and, like, mm-hmm. heal it. And, like, I remember in that penis envy trip, like, it was coming up for me earlier in the trip. But then, like, I couldn't, like, lean into it enough. Or, like, I couldn't, like... Mm-hmm. It just, like... I don't know, there was, like, this still, like, this, like, weird resistance, but then, like, I couldn't at the same time, like, I wasn't ready until, like, later in the trip, and then it was, like, I had no choice. (laughs) It was gonna come out. Oh, Uh, man. That's funny. And, like, when you cry a lot, it's, like, it's a lot. It's a lot on the body, and it's a lot, like, when you're purging that much. Like, I remember I cried so hard for that trip that... I had swollen eyes still the next morning. Yeah, that's, it was intense. Yeah. I but was I needed. I, I need, yeah, yours was a totally <laughs> different trip. But that trip was still probably the most transformative and um, interesting trips that I've ever taken. I will always, like, it will always be embedded in my brain. And so on my very right. first trip, too. Um, but, yeah. So, so mushrooms are actually on the ballot in November here in Michigan for decriminalization. Yeah. Which is pretty And pretty I think legalization big. too maybe? I have um, to like look. I don't know about the legalization. I'm pretty sure is it's it just, just decriminalization. De- I just think it's just I always get confused so. with some of the verbiage because the there's a lot and I let me see. Well with Hold mushrooms on. they're they're wanting to do it differently than they did with the rollout of uh or the legalization of marijuana. Uh, where yeah, marijuana to is to decriminalize you, right? To right. So marijuana is um, highly sought after by business interests mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. for its lucrative qualities, um, and mushrooms are trying. They're they're attempting to do it differently, where it's only going to be able to be used legally by like, like shamans. You know, like. Uh, well, not like it's not just not going to be, healers. but it's not yeah, but it's not going to be um, available for like public sale. Like you're not going to see like a mushroom shop, you know, that's selling. Yeah, and magic it's not mushrooms. like not like, like what mar- yeah, not like what marijuana like a, is right now. It's more connected to like a healing and therapy and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I I think it's a it's a good move though. It needs to stay in that realm because if you start using it for more recreational like purposes on a high and a larger energetic level mm-hmm. it's just not gonna it's gonna backfire i feel like yeah you know it needs to be taken with more respect and reverence you know? well yeah it's not meant to and like there have been people and like there were they were talking about it how the the term brujo in some um native native cultures and some like Wait, did you say bruno we don't talk, talk about, about bruno, bruno no no no, no. <laughs> I actually heard that on the radio. Like, they did, like, a dance remix to that. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, a Disney dance remix on the fucking radio for a club? Like, I've never 
I don't think I've ever heard that before. Because it's Lin Manuel, baby. Um, but I'm just like, fuck yeah, that 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 gets to be the song, like, or that it came from that movie. But anyway, (laughs) so great. I forgot what we were talking about now. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just I I heard it and I knew it and I just was like, I'm gonna jump on it. I'm gonna just go. Oh, brujo, 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 brujo. Yeah, it was brujo. Brujo. So brujo is basically a um. A magic maker, uh, somebody who uses plant medicine to to heal, um, somebody who works with like the the earth, somebody who does like spells and whatnot. So it can be mm. seen as like a negative term, even till this, even to this day, um, because a lot of what has happened in history is that there were some people who used it for other purposes and other reasons other than to heal people. They used it to gain power. To get, like, sexual favors. The charlatans. Yeah. So, that's why I think, um, why was I bringing this up? Oh, it's just something that it's interesting how things have, like, developed over time. I don't know What's if that the was perception the, of, a, of what it is in yeah. the culture, you know, because we were learning about the importance of uh, psychedelic mushrooms within the Catholic religion. Or the Christian religion. Mm-hmm. And so that being what it is connected to the indigenous cultures and what they were doing with the same substance and how they were completely wiped out, you know. So it's important to understand that mushrooms are a highly sought after, I would say, technology and commodity within those who need to hold on to their status and power mm-hmm. and there are many like you were saying that oh, you were talking about it was meant to be sacred yes. yeah it's meant to be sacred it's not <clears throat> meant to be used for these purposes mm-hmm. and it will only backfire yeah. you know so yes um it's i think something that we need just more openness on more education on and and more understanding about because I think a lot of people, myself included, many years ago, would have looked at it and said, you know, oh, that's just all charlatan, like, you know, con man stuff, you know, instead of actually seeing it for, you know, this is useful and not only useful, it is the proper way and a really great solution um, for healing Mm -hmm. because we have a lot of people that are in need of healing in the world and the fact that they've been we've been collectively kept from this is just awful you know um but it's coming back around it is and it's it's a good it's a big wave dang thing i'm happy to be it's a good darn thing it's a good darn thing i'm happy to be in michigan you know i'm happy to be like in a state that is you know, we have so surrounded by fresh water. Yeah, we're, well, that too. We're so surrounded by fresh water, and currently it is like a suckers, uh, crazy fucking blizzard outside. Like, look at it. It looks like yeah. you could not drive in That's this. A whiteout it's right like now. a whiteout right now. Um, really? It's actually like pretty intense. Uh, but anyway, uh, the beauty of Michigan is that we are pushing for these things, and like they're happening. Like it's already been decriminalized in Ann Arbor, and there's a lot of. Um, like, uh, I 
can't think of like uh, groups like the Michigan Psychedelic Society and Decriminalized Nation teacher. Michigan, and there's a bunch of like different states or uh, different cities from Decriminalized uh, Nature Michigan that are also representing. So there's like a lot of great things that are happening, and I believe they're also decriminalized in Detroit too recently, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. um, we oh, I think it isn't decriminalized nature like a nationwide thing. It's just in it different, is a nationwide like, cities thing. and states, you know. Yeah. At least I thought it was. Yes. Yes, you are correct. So, um, so but the event that we went to last summer, uh, where uh, in Endofest, where they were hosting speakers, Ethio. At, or Ethiofest, I'm sorry. What? I was, I kept that saying, was pretty close. I, kept, I wasn't like, no, I was laughing. Panto Fest. No, it's like, what? <laughs> that's not, it was pretty dang close. I no, thought. honey, that's not why I was laughing. I was laughing because. Last, like, every time, like, for the longest time, I kept saying endo-fest. And I just could not, like, remember uh, the proper term. And, like, you said it, but then I finally said it right. Uh, <laughs> I was just, like, okay. acknowledging that. I wasn't laughing at it's you. It's okay. I'm so I, sorry. I was just, like, taken aback because I was like, that was pretty close. I thought... No, 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 no. I, I forgot all about that, that to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So, but, anyway, uh, it was a great event. There's just Yeah, we were great in front, speakers, which is amazing. Great, Dave you know, bubbles. information. Yeah, dip ring bubbles. <laughs> uh, it was just great information. Yeah, and, it was. Uh, a good exchange of ideas and consciousness and uh, to be plugged into the newest, latest, up-and-coming information mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the path to making these things more available for us all. Because I feel like... As a, as yes. adults, we need the sovereign ability to be able to explore our own consciousness and make our own decisions. Um, it's just how I feel about it. So, yeah. uh, and and for t- far too long, we have been told what we can and can't do and how we can and can't think. And with wrapping it back into what we talked about in the beginning, the metaverse, it's all that much more important. To know who you are and explore who you are consciously before you enter into something like that, because it's very you easily get lost. Yeah, it's easy for you to get lost and for your consciousness to be slowly programmed to the point where you can't live without certain things, and to think about living without certain things causes you great stress and disease, mm-hmm. because. Honestly, we don't need anything, you know. We're just told that we need something to love or to love us. And the real truth of it is is that we have love and support as a basis for our being, as our of of our nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we don't die ever. We just move on to another place of existence. Yeah, and we can re we reincarnate over and over into infinity, and we have been mm-hmm. for infinity, <laughs> which is like so hard for the mind to wrap itself around, literally. Well, that's why I think we have. Um, that's why we we come here to forget to like relearn, but then also to remember and. You know, because I don't think knowing and being in the body, I don't think we could handle 
all of the knowledge and the information no. of all of the lives that we it's have It's too lived. much to try to condense down into Unless one Unless you really build yourself. Like, I do believe that there's been shamans and, like, monks and other people who've been able to, like, connect to that and exist. But that yeah. takes a lot of skill and a lot of practice to get to yeah. that point. Well, and I, but I also feel like there, but I, even at that point, there's even, like, can't. an expansion beyond that that is yeah. too much for the mind to re- to really be... Because you're still like part, you're still, you know, you have, I would say, a foot, if not more, metaphorically, in the physical realm when you're in those states. Mm -hmm. You know, like, your body is still here, you know, even though Mm -hmm. your consciousness might be out somewhere else. So technically, energetically, there's a a anchor, a physical anchor here in this time-space continuum. So I don't think it's completely within the ability for you with that connection to that physical anchor to be part of that physical or that, um, I'm sorry, infinite ocean of being, Yeah. you know, that's why death is so important so that you can detach from your physical anchor and be absorbed back into infinite time space. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, and then stroke your beard. Yes, stroke your beard. Yes. Yeah, my my imaginary beard. <laughs> yeah, you're just over here, just like stroking your chin. I was like, oh yes. I do. Very profound stance you have yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I was just like listening. You know, I'm just like engaging. Absorbing. And yeah, taking it all in what you were saying. Sponging it, baby. Yeah, it's beautiful. So that's why I the think magic side, mushrooms are amazing. And the one thing that they had like at the festival is they had this uh. Uh, psilocybin cup like they had like basically oh, yeah. a competi- like a contest kind of thing to who can grow the best mushrooms well, the best mushrooms um, and they would get like a re- an award which was kind of cool to to go to because like how many people can say that they've been to something like that like, I'd like to really sign cool. up to be a judge for that competition <laughs> I'm sure you that would that would be honey. a great situation uh, they had so many other shamans and things like that too but um the other thing about, oh, I wanted to say about mushrooms is, like, the one thing about being in Michigan, too, that I think is great is we're actually going to a How to Grow a Mushrooms class. That's right. Here very soon. And I Things am... Things like that exist here. Yes, they because do. Because there is less of a tight-buttedness. Well, because it's been decriminalized. That's in, right. In, in Detroit and Ann Arbor, so we can... I prefer to live in an area with less tight-buttedness. <laughs> Yes, yes, me too. Um, anyway. Yeah, so I'm very excited about that. So magic mushrooms, essentially, they've been around for for since beginning of time. I mean, I'm sure we They're could from do the stars. a bajillion episodes on magic mushrooms. We There's really so could, much. because I think, one, but we they both do love them so much. But they do come from the stars. Yes, they do come from the stars. And, I mean, we love they them so much that, like, aliens. it's truly, like, changed our lives. And it's also a big part of, I think both of our lives works in some capacity because right. I currently am working on a Oracle deck called let's take a trip. And it's a deck, a divination deck that you'll be able to use that are based off of my magic mushroom experiences, some cannabis and some LSD and some of the, uh, truths and the universe, mostly universal truths and lessons and things that I've learned that I feel like are important to share and pass down. But then it's also a deck that explores those, but then also kind of, like, if you read it and you read everything, right, you can also have a guideline of how to 
do these kinds of things. Um, well, we also learn, I remember... In a very safe and setting way, giving you the tools to self-heal, essentially. Well, I remember that we learned about how mushrooms are, like, the biological ancestor of, like, uh, plants and and mammals, and, like, animals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that, like, they just went in two different ways with, like, mushrooms being in the middle. Yeah. And that was, like, 900 billion years ago or something like that. I don't remember the exact... I just looked it up. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I wanted to make sure I was getting the, the date right there. Yeah, um, right. But it's like 900 billion years ago. So, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Uh, mushrooms are, like, the oldest, you know, maybe... They are the oldest. Yeah. Maybe, maybe sharks are older. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I looked that up the other day. <laughs> that sharks are, like, 100 million years older than plants. And I was like, wait, What? Sharks are a hundred yeah, well, million years old. Mushrooms are considered plants? plants, technically. Well, I don't know. I think mushrooms are in their own. They're, they're more bracket. fungi, right? They're yes, their own fungi. Because the plant like world, jello. the mushroom mycelium world, is like a totally different thing. Gelatinous. The mycelium network is the largest network on this planet, though. Yes. Larger than trees. Larger than some people's egos, even. Yeah, it's amazing. that too. Larger than Kanye West's ego. It's amazing. <laughs> Have you seen he's got a, a thing on Netflix? I've heard and I'm I want to watch it. Oh boy! I'm very curious. Gearing for it, strap in. There's not a lot of things like that that I like to girls. watch, but there are certain things that I do. But I do tend to watch a lot of musician documentaries. I do love my music. Behind the music. Um, yeah, music is amazing. Music is like that's why I think having mushroom experiences at music festivals have been mostly positive for me. Yeah. But I have seen it not be so positive for people but then again i don't know if it's just mushrooms i, I don't know if other people yeah. are on other things but i have actually Probably no you know what i have seen other people not have a good experience on mushrooms and my first trip I, kind I of haven't. gave me a, kind of a glimpse into or it i, I didn't haven't. see much of it i just was like a part of the experience of it but i have yeah. seen people like tripping the fuck out i, I have seen oh, people man. like you know needing I mean, but again, like, I don't know if it's just mushrooms, because mushrooms don't make you do stuff like, like that. Well, I do but, remember But if a you're trip. not, like, ready, and, like, you might be, like, somebody who is, like, bipolar, schizophrenia, and, like, again, if you're yeah, not mentally not ready, it can, it, and depending on your dosage and just who you are, it can be a traumatic experience. But mushrooms typically don't cause those kind of responses. Right. It, that those are, like other things that have been mixed in, like, other concoctions that <coughs> probably shouldn't be being mixed together. I will say probably included in that I did have so. a trip one time that was pretty intense, and I felt like I was in a 1920s, like, uh, speakeasy in the kitchen. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was, like, cleaning out my brushes, and I felt like I walked into a speakeasy in the 20s, and wow. there was, like, people smoking cigarettes and cigars and drinking and flapper girls running around and crazy shit and they were being so loud and talking i remember like turning around at one point and being like would you be quiet like literally talking huh. to nobody well this house was built in the 1920s it i don't know maybe it was a speakeasy that'd be cool if i just transported back in time yeah interesting interesting i mean we have had experiences like that in the house and like the magic mushrooms definitely have made it more clear sometimes i feel seeing cats and shit yeah there's definitely ghost ghost kitties here 
Cat and, ghost. And there's, like, little ghosts, and there's, like, kitty, well, they're not ghost kitties, because you can see the prints, but there's little paw prints in the basement Dude. from their little cat prints from a previous cat, Dude, so. what if there was a kid show, and it was all, like, uh, it was, like, a gang of all the dead animals, and, like, the dead people that lived in that one house, and they, they were all just, like, a family together? <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, like an Adams family kind yeah of like an Adams family thing but they were all like dead like from different eras and stuff interesting but they like oh, that's a brilliant idea they kind of did no that don't steal my idea you hear me out they, there they kind of did that in Harry Potter they had a lot of people from different eras who were all dead but they came back for like dinners yeah, and that's events true. and stuff like that but I mean no one's taken like your idea like per, like, per se in the way that you wanted get to get out of here <laughs> Yeah, so... Steal my cool ideas. Um, just a couple other things I just want yeah, to touch on before we wrap up. Before we wrap, wrap up, up here, girl. Um, you know, so again, like, this is an old, um, an old, old medicine. You know, it's really central in Mayan religions um, and a lot of, like, you know, Hispanic cultures, but it's not just that culture. Um, there's many... You'll see lots of evidence from Mayan, like, relics and whatnot. Um, we were just watching a show about that, and I know, like, even, like, learning and, like, the connections that I have, I'm learning that I have more of a, a Mayan version of um, the Hispanic world, I feel, and more of a connection to that than some of, like, the New Age, like, Mexican things. So it's interesting because... Basically, they've been around in Mexico all the way back to, like, Mayan cultures, to the Aztecs, um, to the Egyptians, to uh, the Greeks, to the Romes, the Romans. The Romes. Um, the Romes. <laughs> the Romans. You know, it's not it's not just in Hispanic culture. It's been, like, everywhere in Siberia with, like, the Anamina muscaria mushrooms, which, by the way, the other thing that I think is interesting to share about the Anamina muscaria mushrooms is I was listening to Hamilton Morris's uh, podcast that he has on his Patreon, and I forgot which, um, who the doctor was that he was speaking to, or who the, the science, the scientist that he was speaking to. The science to. guy. Yeah, I don't know who he was speaking to, but they were talking about Anamina muscaria, it was one of their, it was their Christmas, one of their Christmas episodes, and they were talking about how Anamia muscaria is not, you can't replicate it, you can't grow it, like, it's like one of the only mushrooms that you can't regrow, like, it needs to grow in nature, it needs to grow <clears throat> in the environment that mm. it grows in, which is, like, that forestry, typically under pine trees, the land like, of Santa Claus, yeah, basically, like, typically, like, under pine trees, and in the evergreens, and, like, a certain, like, texture and soil, and I think connection with, yes. like, that current ecosystem so i think that that part was really interesting and that was something else that i wanted maybe to, to they, share maybe their spores come only from santa claus's like dandruff <laughs> well you mean the shaman right because that's yeah. that's who santa claus was yeah that's a, a shaman, shaman dandruff, shaman, <laughs> shaman dandruff. <laughs> all right anything yes. else before we wrap up there my dear because uh, we are like over the limit. But that's okay, because we like mushrooms. You always we like going way over, over but, but we need I, to keep it tight. We way over. We are six minutes over right Oh my now. god, that's like so over. Yeah, it's getting there. Mm, whatever. Um, we could talk easily for four more minutes, and then we'd be ten minutes over. Yeah. Could be. But we're not, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Brilliant. Oh, my God. I was just, like, looking here. Oh, this was the other interesting thing that I do want to say about psychedelics in general. I don't know about mushrooms, though. Um, I don't know. Well, they didn't a mushroom specifically show. say. Save it for another episode, yeah, maybe. we got to save that content for another episode, you know, because obviously oh we can't fill out shows. I was joking. <laughs> well, I would like to touch on our most recent trip that we both took um, and what that experience was like just for a brief moment briefly well this is the magic mushroom show and we did mushrooms and we did say that we wanted to talk about this i know Tickling it's okay me. it's not like we're like going over like two hours i know or, but like i just i know that <laughs> i know that when everyone you gets to go hear way us over debate then about this. you start to lose the audience you know so Okay, I feel you. I just want to talk like about this like one little thing. All I right. think it's important. Go for it. That we talk about it. So Nail it. Dave and I, for his birthday, uh, took a little trip. I did a yes, did. microdose. I would say, I don't know which kind of dose you took. I mean. Uh, I would say I took more of just a regular dose, like a museum dose. Like a museum yeah. dose, yeah. So I did like a little microdose and you did like a museum dose and it was interesting because I didn't want to take more because one, I like typically, I enjoy playing the guide and so when you're a guide you need to be able to like function but still have that medicine in your system so you can connect with the other person with through it because there is that connection of like taking it together too. And in ceremony, we did, and you create this beautiful altar for it. Mm -hmm. um, we set intentions for it. You know, we took different, you know, we made different teas for it, but we drank it together. Um, we thought about our intentions. We sat here and enjoyed it. I remember the sunlight was, like, really bright, and I just remember feeling like I need to charge in the sun, and I just need to sit here. Um, but we ended up having, like, a really great experience, I feel, because... You had told me for your birthday that you wanted Olympia from me. So I did a Olympia, and this was my first time actually doing Olympia with um, this kind of setting, which is something I've always wanted to do, is to do Olympia while I'm on, you know, taking mushrooms while my person is also my while client. My person. My client or whoever I'm working with. All of my people. Is going through it, and I use it as an opportunity to, like, help heal and clear out things for them. And I feel like you should share a little bit about your experience and then, well, like, what we did afterwards, too. It was really profound. Um, I felt in the beginning as if, because uh, it was just sort of, it was interesting because the experience was really starting to roll in as we were going into the healing. So, you know, it was as if, like, things were really kind of, opening and expanding as the healing was progressing and um for me it began in the top of my head and it really felt like my head was opening almost like a flower and like different layers were just like opening and, and bursting out and then the energy really just sort of moved all the way down from my crown chakra through all the different chakras down into my root and as I was getting into it you know I kept my eyes closed I was in a meditative state for mostly the whole time except for the times when Gatsby was desperately trying to get on my lap um we had to just let him at one point you had to and 
he well he wanted to be a part of the healing experience honestly right. so I felt that from him at least so I felt as if um, I could be I was really connected to the energy really connected to my body uh, I felt as if I was in the void space and what she was doing around me was just the sounds of the void you know like really trying to disconnect from my body and that fact we're in your room but just be in a completely just voided out existence um allowing the sounds and, and the smells and the experiences because you were using smoke wands and um bear fur at one point and mm -hmm. other you know uh, things bones bones used, you know uh, so i blew smoke at you mm -hmm. i used some of my sprays mm -hmm. You had me help. Um, I think you had me hold some crystals at one point. Yeah, you held crystals. I sprayed. Ah, oh, sorry. I used oils on you. Jesus <laughs> Christmas. Sorry. I just scratched him. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, so I used a variety of different tools. There was a little bit of humming, but I felt like the music was really. Right. Well, the thing that really got me was your panther call. Oh, my, my jaguar whistle. That, that that jaguar whistle is really intense in the void space. Because uh, you do feel like there are, like, beasts or some kind of, like, you know, entity around you kind of circling you. I love um, using that whistle for, like, really deep cleanses. Using it to confront your emotions, you know, because you were doing it at the end. And that's really when my... I started to feel like I was opening up and things were flowing, you know, and I was really releasing a lot of uh, feelings. Wow, so, that candle just turned itself on. And the candle on. just turned itself on when I said releasing. Yep. Uh, so anyway. That was so interesting. Um, it was a great experience. And then afterwards, uh, we painted, well, I painted. Yeah, we, and, and I went to, I was, I you went were to doing create. You creative um, things. I was actually creating love bundles. I remember mm -hmm. that. And I remember that that was the first time me microdosing while creating something and like what that experience was like. And I mean, I'm out of the bundles now. I have to make more. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a overall amazing experience. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoyed that. And then I think we did like some. We like smoked in between a couple of times too. It was like a a very chill but relaxed. It was. I enjoyed that we like started this together, but then we both did have the intentions of like we're gonna do this trip together. We're going in this together, but then we're also going to. Um, creatively do things together but separately so like you were creating something of yours and I was creating something of mine so we were still doing it together but they were different things but there was also moments where we were doing something like literally together and I felt like that was like a really good experience and I hope you had a good birthday trip yeah no it was a good time yeah, yeah, enjoyed it. So, but I felt like, see, now I feel like we could be done. Because I feel, I was like, at the end of the show, I was just like, something makes me feel like there's like one other thing that like I feel like we should talk about or should share, um, especially for this episode. And I was I know, thinking so about it, like I would be upset if we didn't talk about this, especially because we said that we would. Mm -hmm. um, so overall, we love mushrooms. Um it's a great healing tool. It's also a great tool for self-exploration. It's great for anxiety, PTSD, addictions. It's great for many different things. But obviously, as we've said before, there's a certain ways and there's a certain uh, protocol, I think, that goes with taking these things. Um, well, even like small doses. 
I think the bottom line is just a, a, a modicum of respect when you're going into something like these experiences yes. because they are profound and they do, uh, they are, I should say, meant um, for healing and for your personal transformation and for your overall well-being, mm -hmm. you know, and not to be abused, you know, in ways that are not supportive of who you truly are. So, yeah. That, I think, is a good way to wrap it up. <laughs> we only went over, like, 15 you only minutes, went over like It's not 15, that bad. See, 4, four, four. See, we're on the right path. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. We are. It, I mean, obviously, it showed up at that time and at that moment. Perspective. Yeah, because that's just one realm of many. Uh, many that we can utilize to help us uh, be with the current of the consciousness of Mother Earth. And the rest of the cosmos. Well said. Um, yes. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to hear that. So, thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode. I'm very excited to dive even deeper into other forms of psychedelics. I don't think we've decided what the next episode's going to be yet. I'm kind of feeling a certain thing, but we're, we'll, talk we'll talk about, about it. it. And, we'll, and keep it a mystery yeah, as always. Yeah, it's going to be a mystery. So if you aren't following us on Instagram, please do so at higher underscore consciousness underscore talk. Um, we'll be more active there. I know as of late we haven't been because we've been on a little breaky break, but now we're back um, mm -hmm. for a hot minute. Um, well, not more, more than a hot minute. We have the whole year planned already, which is great. Um so, yeah, come back and enjoy that. Visit our website, uh, higher-consciousness-talk.com to get more in-depth information about us and about, like, what we do separately as well and just to follow all of our social media links. And obviously, if you're not subscribed to whatever listening platform, please do that so you can stay up to date with us. <laughs> In the form of a question. In the form of a question and also singing. All right. Well, it's a musical. I think we have sufficiently got yeah. enough for this episode. So yeah, thank I you guys again. That. Dave's like, I'm like, okay, Liz. It's yeah. like when we're in the store and like oh, <laughs> he wants us to go, it's but I'm not so ready real. yet. <laughs> so real. So real. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. All right, guys. All right, bye, guys. Thank, thank you for you. listening and have a great night. We'll see you next week. Bye. Well, bye. Listen to more Higher Consciousness every Thursday on Spotify at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.